Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, Weasel Beaks. This week I'm talking to artist, comedian and actor Annie McGrath over uh, the lockdown Zooms and a fit a little lunch each. First up, thanks for listening to this podcast. There's loads of them now if you're new. We're nearly three years in, you know. Get in. If you want to give it a little proverbial cuddle, um, which is the only type of cuddle we're allowed to give anyone, isn't it? Then you could give it a five-star review, please, and subscribe to it, or tell people about it on the internet, or in real life, or in any other way. Morse code, if you fucking want. Um, if you have spare money and you'd like to support the podcast that way, you can do a one-off fiver or tenner or whatever by going to supporter.acast.com forward slash hoovering. If you'd like to help us out on a monthly basis, from anything as little as two quid a month, um, then go to patreon.com forward slash pod, and you'll see all the brilliant podcast-related stuff like totally exclusive content and guest recipes, including in December a hand-drawn one by Izzy City um, that I will swap in exchange for your hard-earned cash. If you want to try a wonky fruit and veg box called Oddbox and you live in or around London, you can get tenner off your first box using a link in my podcast notes or in my bio on Twitter. If you're following at the Hoovering Pod, which you should already be, hopefully you are, um, then that'll make your first box only a few quid. So worth it. They are amazing. They rescue wonky fruit and veg that's either been rejected by or surplus to requirements of restaurants and supermarkets. Right, let's get stuck in. Annie and me are both having a fish finger sandwich in our respective homes and hopefully you'll be impressed to hear how differently we interpreted that deceptively simple brief. Mine didn't even have any fish in it. Also, hold yourself by the braces please because this episode contains the best story about a fight over eating that I've ever heard, ever. 
Thank you for my um, picture of yours, and thanks for making That's the same right. lunch as me. I'm showing oh, you mine because I didn't send you a picture. Much healthier than mine. I've not really attempted. I mean, I've now I, eaten half of mine. I don't know that. Oh, very nice. Well, you've you've got half as much. Um, you've only you've done an open topped. So I should say. Yeah. I do. You'd think, wouldn't you, that like two and a half years into a podcast, that I would um, remember from the off, really, that the people listening can't see us. It's um, hard. it's hard. It's not a visual medium. It's and... not. Um, but basically, you've got uh, you've done an open. We've got fish finger sandwiches, yeah, um, for lunch, and um, and you've done an, like a Danish sandwich. You've done a Scandinavian oh, half sandwich with a load mm. of stuff on one half. Whereas yeah. I'm going for a closed shop sandwich, a classic, a classic. I've gone for I, mine's made of stuff, which is why I suggested fish finger sandwich that was about to go off. Mine aren't real fish. Oh yeah, you said vegan fish fingers, and mm. I. And I wondered what that included. So I've got them in. Like I am jackfruit or something. Oh, I hope not. But it says they're made out of beans, so I'm really intrigued. Um, I, I, you, you've got real fish ones, have you? Mm, I've I got, am pescatarian, um, but I, I've bought these in. Sustainably to a... sourced cod, I think it is. Oh, very nice. Yeah. These are called, and I read it wrong, they're squeaky bean... It says tasty fishless fingers ready in six mins. Um, <laughs> but I initially read that as tasteless fish fingers. Well, you'll be the judge of that. I will right now. I'm going to try a fish finger on its own. It's way bendier than if there was fish in there. Oh, that's yeah, already that's frightening. Weird. I got these in because my partner is like a proper vegetarian. Right. And loves fake things, mm-hmm. like fake meats and stuff. Yeah. So I got these in and then she's gone... Oh no, I'm suspicious of them. Oh really? So yeah, I'm having Can't to eat win. them all up. This is my first try. Well, the reason mine's an open sandwich is because I bought. I've already had like two slices of bread for breakfast. Yeah. And I thought I don't want to be on my fourth slice of bread by what yeah. one p.m. I know. It's so a I've long gone, day ahead. I've gone I, for an open I sandwich. I too try and wait until about four p.m. usually until I'm on my fourth slice of bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta pace yourself. You gotta pace um, yourself on the bread. And then so yeah, three quite sizable chunky cod fish fingers. Nice. And I've I've made a sort of um, I guess it's like a tartar sauce. I've mixed mm. some capers with mayonnaise and lemon oh, and salt nice. and pepper, and then some ketchup. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah, I feel like I want to show you the inside of this. Mm. It at no point has tried to resemble fish. It's like a sponge. I tell you what, it's fucking yummy. But it's, it's like, like chicken um, nugget. Is yeah, it just it's chicken. Like, <laughs> it's no fish in it. Ready I'm, in six minutes. The pack hasn't lied. It's I'm just a chicken finger. That the sourdough is really noisy. I'm, I'm gonna. I've got really noisy sourdough as well. That okay. I know will be nice because I'm halfway through it. Like. There's an amazing man that lives near me mm. that Fern Brady told me about called Tom Stab, which is a great name. Such a who, good name. Who bakes and just, it, you know, it, you pay for it, but mm. what well, you should do. He lets you pay what you want, which is ridiculous. But um, he brings it round and it's the nicest wow. bread I've ever had. Yeah. I bought so. this loaf this morning from a very sort of yuppie um, cafe in Belsize nice. Park. Guess how much it costs for a loaf of sourdough? Oh, God. Okay. Okay. I reckon... I'm going. Is it just white sourdough? No, it's multi-seed. O- organic brown sourdough. I'm going. Don't guess too high, otherwise it'll be disappointing. No, no. I'm going um, £3.45. More. 3 95 More. Fuck off. 
Fuck no. off, Belsize Park. I know. Um, £4.10. More. Fuck <laughs> off. It's bread. It's actual bread. £4.50. More. This, I feel like a disgraced politician. Um, not I getting bought the, it. Not getting I'm the, the pri- idiot. <laughs> not getting the price of milk I right. I tapped my card before realising what happened. <laughs> guess, guess more. Higher. Four ninety-five. More. <gasps> I think it might be the most. I think it might be the most expensive loaf of bread I've ever heard of. Yeah. Five pound ten. Okay, less. Okay, f- five pound five p. Less. It was five pounds. It was five pounds. Yeah. Okay. Don't know why I still. Five I, I really... pounds. Yeah. Weird. You made the jump from. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's not your fault. That's my fault um, that I've left from four ninety five. So I'm glad that it's getting used. You know, for, yeah. for the podcast because fucking hell. Yeah. Can Nothing's I ask that nice. The name of that shop, not to advertise it, but to warn people. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Oh, fair enough. Belsize uh, Park. Yeah, it's on England's Lane. But everything around here. So I'm living with my mum at the moment. So the reason okay. I got the organic brown is because she's a nutritional therapist. So she's oh, very God. into her healthy eating and okay. um, like everything's organic. So I'd have gone for the white, which was probably only a reasonable, you know, four quid or something. Yeah. But I absolutely we are. had no idea your mum was a nutritional therapist and mm. I really hope it's not going to bore you how much I want to ask about that. Oh God, I should get her on the podcast. Probably be Yes! A, she, yeah, she's an osteopath, yoga teacher and nutritional therapist. Oh so my God. All um, much more useful career paths than I've chosen. Yoga but... teacher as well. Yeah. Oh my crumbs. <laughs> um, that is... That's my door going, I'm having a um, decaf flat white delivered to next to no. me. Are you really? Yeah, any minute now that. that's going to happen. God, what a world we live in. I know. It's not, do you know what? This lockdown is not as bad as the last lockdown. Cause no. If you're not sort of dying reasons. of the virus, then you can just get decaf flat whites delivered. You can get you? decaf flat whites delivered to you by a loved one um, mm. in the middle of a podcast. You, I've got cats for this one. Two cats. They might mm. join in at some point. Great. Um, I just think a lot more places are open up uh, this time Have around. your cats got fish finger sandwiches as well? No, I think they turn their nose up at these. But saying that, Steph, yeah. I think you would like these pretend fish fingers. Is it that absolute? A cat? Because they've never. That's the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Steph. Very eloquent. Um, <laughs> she did a cat noise. Thank you very much for my drink. I oh, think you'd love the fish lovely. fingers because they absolutely is nothing like a fish. You know that mm. tofu you get that when it's deep fried it goes all like a big puffy sponge. Yeah. It's exactly like the breadcrumb that. Oh. So help yourself. Nine mins in the oven. Thank you. Well. Nine mins. Just nine mins. Well, it did say six mins on the packet, but that's if you fry them. And I hope you tell your mum, Annie, because mm. I chose to bake them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's the healthy option. So the um, actual fish ones take 20 minutes. Oh. I did them for about 22, and I'm still not 100% convinced that they are cooked. Really? You know when you cook into... Cooking? Yeah. Cut I know. in. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cut when into a fish finger, it should be like in, in a slicing way with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see the steam. There was not a lot of steam, and, you know, if I have to run to the loo, then... <laughs> oh, no, you have to tell us. You'll have to tell me about after the fact about... I hope no running to the loo happened. I don't yeah, know if sure you can it, see I'm this, sure what's fine. about to happen here, but there's... Is that a cat? There's oh, my a, God, a cat. I'm afraid Con, Con, Conrad of a cat is coming right up to this sandwich. 
That's my eyeing up a vegan fish finger. This is great. It's not real fish, Conrad. Connie. Um, Also, I want to apologise because there's building work downstairs. I can't hear it. I don't don't know if you can hear the banging, but... No. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) That is the cheeky sausage of a cat if I ever met one. Right, hang on. I'm trying to find my questions. Has Conrad turned his nose up at it? No, he's been beckoned away by a superior adult. Mm. Um, They've just made the noise. It's a noise I'm yet to learn effectively. Like, there's so many things, like, with... They're grown-up cats, mm. but um, I have not learned... Like, I've got no... If I want to beckon them, I try and do the noise. Mm. And they look at me like, you fucking what? And then if they've done something naughty, you're supposed to, like, click and point. And, um, oh, really? Yeah, they, it, the main naughty one... Well, just, he does, he's like, he beha- He gaslights that from me. Like, he's like, a, he makes me feel like I've not done it. Because he's like, I can be in his ear all going, and yeah, pointing him away clever, from my lunch. They? And he'll be like, who's there? Never even heard that. Yeah. Who, what, you who think that's that? going to like, work? Brushing his shoulder. Yeah. Who, who are you? Um, but then, you know, I watch Steph do it and he complies immediately. Um, Interesting. Uh, um... I want to know about mm. um, spinach because you've had some really <laughs> amazing times on Twitter being really funny about spinach and then um, <laughs> like world changing, career defining yeah, tweets I mean, about spinach reduction. I'm just laughing because it's funny when you get you get known for like one joke. Yeah, but you're like Mickey, you're like an alternative <laughs> Mickey Flanagan. Yeah. He had the I'm um, going out, 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 and oh, you yeah. had. A portion of spinach, and what was it? This is 45 bags of spinach, was the yeah. joke. Amazing. But what's beautiful is the variants you've done on it since. Oh, thank um, you. But I'd give love the, to give know. Give the fans what they like. Give the fans know? what they like. Feed the fans. Yeah. Spinach. Yeah. Um, spinach. Nigella Lawson liked it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. <laughs> that was probably the highlight of my career so far. That is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, and um, then I tried to get her on. I was filming that segment because I did some stand-up based on yeah. it, like going through all the responses and stuff. And yeah. f- filmed it for this Channel 4, you know, their Sparks series, like a oh, yeah. short online thing. And I did email Nigella and ask her, because I thought that'd be a, an amazing ending, having her coming <gasps> on. Yes! Um, anyway, she was too busy. <laughs> fair oh, enough. Oh, God, fair play. <laughs> fair Good play. on you for asking. There's nothing yeah. to lose, is there? Yeah, exactly. Just a bit of shame, but... Um, <laughs> delicious I wanted to know if um, if you actually like spinach or if it's very ironic that of all the spinach you've had to have in your life off the I back of that I actually don't it... love spinach my mum is really? quite obsessed with it but I uh-huh. it gives me a sort of fuzzy texture in my mouth do you know what I mean mm. it can be it's a bit like on the teeth itchy no in like the roof of my mouth I always find oh. it a bit like fuzzy and itchy maybe I'm allergic to it <laughs> Yeah, it um, sounds like you're allergic to spinach. I, also, I don't love that, like, sludgy texture. Okay. I think I'm into sort of crunchy foods. Yeah. Hence I love watercress. for five pounds. Yeah. Cress. Mm. That's funny then. That, so, so you're eating it under duress, essentially. Well, and I do. I cook it sometimes because I think it's quite good for you, isn't it? Mm. And if it's, like, mixed into other things, then it's fine. But don't I mind just, it. A portion of spinach doesn't excite me. Really, I really mm. love it, but also really? I, mean, I want to know your full. Because I think it's interesting if you've got like a parent who's like 
or any family member who's feeding primarily in charge of feeding you at any point in your life who's like yeah. big into health mm. then that I don't know I think it can put or just any abundance of anything mm. like I mean this is as raw as it gets but like when I was a kid my dad always worked for wine companies and for years worked for a champagne company so there's always champagne there so when I was a teenager I was like I don't like champagne not like we were having it every night <laughs> you had too much of it yeah but like at weekends or anything to celebrate there would very quickly be champagne mm. and I'd be like tastes like diesel whereas now I'm like mmm yeah whereas spinach I think like my first tryings of spinach were that I remember were gross mm. but it was because I had an Austrian nana who would mm. puree it and it would be like oh, a liquid like baby food yeah like a like a sh- one of those shit awful green smoothies that yeah, no one's no, bothered no with the way. fruit they are, element actually of. watching people drink those green smoothies makes me gag no not we know me. what they're going for there, I think. Yeah. And it's um, a sort of homemade colonic irrigation, isn't it? Oh, it's horrific. Yeah, that and raw um, spinach I now look at and think. There will be some people, oh, every time this comes up in my podcast and I say, why would you do that to yourself? What a terrible, punitive, awful, horrible life. Why don't you just be happy? I get an e- at least one email from someone saying, hey, I actually love raw celery. Mm. And that's my don't choice. Don't believe them. I believe them. You don't. No, don't believe them. And he doesn't believe them. <laughs> Is that bad? You'll cut no, it out. <laughs> I think it's funny. I'll keep it in. No, I've decided with all of those things to go, yeah, sure, cool. You do you. And it's like me. when people say, oh, for lunch, I just I really fancy a salad. Right? No, yeah. you don't. No one fancies a salad. <laughs> Unless it's like mainly not a salad. Mm. Unless you've got like bacon and cheese and yeah. bread in it. Mm. Are you um, a salad? Are you, or have you ever been fussy, or are you quite omnivorous? I don't think I'm fussy, but it, I don't think anyone thinks they're fussy until you're in a situation where you're the person being like, "Oh, I don't like that. I don't." I probably am more fussy. So the big thing that I don't like that always causes most controversy is oranges. Oh, that's interesting. But I fully understand why someone would not like oranges. But, but I talk think to me I'm about like the extent of that. Dislike. I'm like phobic about them. Like I would oh. leave the room if someone's eating an orange <gasps> or a satsuma or, and on public transport, people do it all the time. Constantly like peeling satsumas and leaving them like the peel on the bus. Whoa. And so my mama ate loads of oranges when she was pregnant with me. She like craved it. <laughs> and I've always hate, hated them. Wow. Like with a passion. Oh God. So, um, that's amazing. Yeah, and the other thing I don't like is eggs. So maybe I am fussy. I don't. Yeah, well, that's not fussy. That's two things. That's but two they're things. Two things true. that permeate lots of, lots of eating. Eggs, especially. And also, I used to be a waitress, so working a breakfast shift was like a living hell because it's oh. just eggs and oranges everywhere. Yeah. And um, what about orange juice? Can you handle that? No, no, I hate it. I actually once had an audition for a Tropicana ad. <laughs> My agent emailed it to me and I said, I know this is going to sound strange, but um, I probably can't go. Like, do you think I'll have to eat or drink any oranges? Yeah. And she was like, oh, no, I've checked. Don't worry. It's all good. So me and oh, Jack no. Barry, my oh, no. double act partner, went into this casting and I'm like, hi, name an agent. All the like cheery waff at the beginning of an audition. <laughs> and then she's like, and then you do that. You, Annie, you do some sort of yawning and then you lean over. And if you can just drink that glass of orange juice. And I literally froze and was like, ah, um, sorry, I can't. I think, I thought my agent checked. I, 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 I don't, 
I really hate oranges. I'm like phobic about them. And she just looked at me like I was insane and was like, you've come to a fucking orange juice advert audition. (laughs) And Jack was just like pissing himself laughing. Obviously knew that I hated them. Could see how baffled she was by the whole thing. And so I just left, just ruined the audition for both of us. (laughs) Did Trace me in a situation? Well, I think he did, but because we'd gone in together, it's always quite determined by who you go in with, isn't it? So good. I guess I wouldn't drink a glass of orange juice for like four grand. It's so funny, isn't it? The ones where, because you never know if you're going to have to eat something when you go for an audition for a Mm. food. And, um, or a drink normally and they tell you usually you don't, you don't, don't. and normally they warn you especially now that like you know 50% of actors are vegan yeah. like they have to kind of warn you of all sorts of things mm. but like uh, most recent time I had any food in an audition I think it was like Smarties or something like that mm. but not something like that and they had like a little box of them in, in the audition but they mm. were like and they, they had to be tipped out and then something had happened with them that ended in them being eaten and they must yeah. have said like very much in passing in the opening waffle don't actually eat them um, <laughs> but then in the throes of the thing they actually ate them and they were like no 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 stop it stop they've been handled by like the last 20 people that have been oh, in here God. I was like oh uh, uh. but um yeah, because if it, if the thing's there, you're going to want to use it. Because miming yeah. looks so shit, but it looks oh, even more shit. Mo- miming you're eating miming, but you is have one of the, the my favourite things. Yeah, but my best ever. Like your story is stunning. I once a million years ago, um, for, it was my first, second ever audition, mm. and it was an advert for KFC, <laughs> and I went in with um, comedian called Turner Edwards mm-hmm. and um, he's very very posh and um, <laughs> we got in there and um, they, they had a bucket of KFC mm. and we sat down and they were doing the name and agent stuff and that and then they brought the bucket over and she went oh god and they were like pardon she went you don't actually expect us to eat this shit do you oh my god unbelievable great impression by the way and um, honestly they thank god pissed their pants and madly we got penciled for it that is I can't believe it also there were other moments that are sort of unbroadcastable that were just like what the fuck in that audition and then because it's my second ever audition I was like maybe that's what auditions are like are you meant to go in and be like fuck this shit (laughs) no as a rule not so much <laughs> you then tried that for all your subsequent weeks. yeah <laughs> oh god actually um, I, and I've just remembered on the subject of adverts another yeah. food that I don't like I don't like peanuts but I did do a K peanuts advert but <laughs> luckily don't have to eat them so right just have to sort of look at them fine. and smile at them yeah, and yeah exactly yeah. I'm not allergic to them I just don't really like them Okay, fair play. That's so yeah, I guess play. I'm fussy in answer to your question. Tiny bit fussy. I don't know. And with eggs, like, you'd still, could you still eat a cake and stuff yeah, that's like been baked yeah. with eggs and stuff like that, but you yeah, don't want... Yeah, that's fine. It's just they're gross, aren't they? Like, they smell disgusting and they're yeah. all like wobbly and... Yeah, wobbly is disgusting. Like I don't know though, I love Just the look of them, them poached, really, all like scrambled up. Oh, I'm into like, it. Oh, I'm so into it. Are you? Yeah, but I understand the what's disgusting about like if you took away what they taste like, and you could just have the smell. I think it's like it's all about. It sounds like because they're both really smelly things that you hate oranges and 
Yeah. Which I don't know if peanuts smell, but like they're quite power. Like they're both really like they're both the sorts of smells that once they're in, there's no getting rid of them through choice. Yeah. You've just Especially a hard boiled egg. I can't imagine. Like your nose is such a good sensor for what you should put in your mouth, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And yeah. I can't imagine like smelling a hard boiled egg and then being well, like, yeah. Also, a gone off egg is the second worst thing I've ever smelled in my life. And to be mm. fair, I've never smelled a corpse. But the two things that yeah. I assume smell as bad as a corpse must smell are the foods, a gone off egg and mm. a durian fruit. Mm. Both of them were like, shit. I have smelled that actually. Where it's did like you smell vomit, it? isn't it? Yeah, like sick and shit. Yeah. I think it was in, was it in Borneo? Would I have, would I have yeah, probably. smelt it there? Mm. Yeah. I think that's Did you it taste was. it? No. Again, no. the smell puts you off, doesn't it? The right. Tank. That's why I think blue cheese is mad. Again, really? something else I don't really like. It's okay. Like, I think actually maybe you are quite fussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I was, but yeah, I probably am. But blue cheese is just like mould, isn't it? Yeah, but it's such delicious mould. Mm. No? Well, it depends. I wouldn't go for like a Stilton or something. I like um, like the mild, like brie or something I would eat. And that's okay. quite smelly, isn't it? That's stinky it's... bait. Yeah, especially like bait. We had a baked camembert the other night and I was mm. surprised at how like, whoa, it's like a, this is big flavours. Yeah. But weirdly, um, that doesn't taste as strong as it smells, does it? No, maybe not. Well, this one did. Oh, really? Maybe I just haven't had it for ages. Or it felt like a brilliant, weird, lockdowny, decadent thing to just have at mm. home rather than in a place with other people. Yeah. Lockdown has definitely made me like focus on food way more than I would yeah. normally, just because it's like that's the highlight of the day now. The meals. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, at every point in the day you're working towards the next bit of food that you get. Yeah. Because what else is there? There's nothing else. No. And also, I think as well this time round. Oh, I don't know. I feel like last time I was very good at going, whatever, like, whatever you do, don't start overanalyzing it, your eating during this. Just do mm. what you need to do to be happy and don't think about it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time around, I find it sort of a mixture of harder to be like that. And also this time around, I'm like, well, don't still be aware of what you're eating. <laughs> like last time, I think I just probably, I probably just ate for those three months really sort of incessantly and mm. this time it's like and there's do you, I mean do you are allowed to stop and check if you're hungry yeah you know with yourself that's <laughs> like, that's not like yeah that's, that's probably quite good for you in the there's mind there's some sort of balance the isn't there just some kind of yeah it's hard I've definitely drunk way more wine this year than probably ever in my life oh god I yeah I don't know I, I did so well in my early 20s and mid 20s mm. that I'm not sure I could say ever in my life but <laughs> I was just I think so for the first uh, lockdown I was alone with my kid and um I think I was very aware of it, so I would m- make sure that I was like, no, you know, you know, no booze, no booze mm-hmm. for a couple of nights, you know, just, mm-hmm. just come on. Whereas this time, like, I think because my missus is here, it's a bit more like, should I have a glass of wine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels more like fun and social. And yeah, less, like, it does, just exactly, and less desperate and less, yeah. like, mm, less of a spotlight on a woman yeah. drinking alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But well, it's harder now because it's dark at like 4.30 and yeah, it's cold, exactly. so it, it feels like you know, more acceptable. So true. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Do you find yourself in, well, in lockdown or in life having, like... Mm very routine types of eating or patterns in your eating or do you um, or have you ever had a time in your life where you ate the same thing every day for a bit I don't think so I mean probably back when gigs were a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> sandwiches would be yeah like I've had more Marks and Spencer sandwiches on trains with Jack Barry than anyone in my life I think <laughs> but yeah I don't think I try and vary what I eat if I have time like at the moment Mm. I've got time to cook and that sort of thing are you into Um, cooking yeah I am yeah um I love a bit of otolenghi Mm. yeah Yeah. I think I spotted in yeah the background of one of your pictures you had a few of his oh did I I made one of his recipes so on a recent hoovering with Chloe Petz she made Mm. herself this incredible like ginger and garlic fried and chili fried rice with an egg on top Sorry about the egg on top. Yeah, why do people ruin things by putting an egg, like even on a pizza, put an egg on it? What? Yes, I love it. Mad. Oh, maybe I'm mad. But yeah, there's a really delicious, I think it's called green couscous salad that he does. Mm. That's a bit of a faff because he uses about 500 ingredients. But there's like tarragon, mint, coriander, parsley, and then spring onion, pistachios, cumin. Oh, it's so good. Glorious. I think That's the sort of salad that I would be like oh, I feel like that I fancy yeah, I actually feel like a salad if it's an Ottolenghi salad yeah and he's it's mastered, not really salad <laughs> he's like not only mastered making everything taste like the best or the most interesting it's possible for each thing to taste mm. I feel like lots of chefs chefs have done that lots of chefs like him have also worked out incredible combinations of flavors yeah. but what he's also done has given it He's, he's like found of like such a distinctive voice mm-hmm. like every like it's so you could be blindfolded and given 10 chefs things and you'd be able to pick his one out wouldn't you unless someone's trying to do a trick yeah. on you and they were just ripping him off it's yeah. extraordinary really yeah amazing um, flavors and like different spices and herbs and yeah, yeah. he's he's great he is Love great him. i'd like to get off of them yeah well you can can i yeah just ask him <laughs> 
really? I'm sure you could. Yeah. Is that, is that um, Yeah, is I mean, I messaged him, he hasn't replied, but I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have right. you been to Nopi? Yeah. Oh, I just love it. I've been to Nopi it. twice. I hope it's, Nopi survives the pandemic. I hope it does as well. Fuck, mm. it's good. Do you have the courgette fritters? I'm sure I have. Being in Nopi makes me think of like really charred fish, like with really crispy mm. skin and um, sort of all the the stuff that are in the cookbooks that I very, very rarely, like once a year might be asked with, like the really slow baked aubergine things and black garlicky yeah. things. It's that like And that, he does that amazing, um, it's like a savoury cheesecake that has, oh, like, it has that. like beetroot and it probably does have a blue cheese in it actually. So Whoa. maybe I'm not that fussy. Um, but yeah, it's served in this like tiny boiling hot pan and it, mm. you cut it like a little cheesecake, but it's savoury and it's so salty and mm. delicious. Oh, I love it. Well, because you've brought up a swanky restaurant, mm. what would you say the swankiest thing you've ever eaten is? Swankiest thing I've ever eaten? Yeah, it's quite a new question. Mm. I feel like lobster's always seen as the swankiest thing, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think I've ever eaten a lobster. Have you had a lobster? Well, <laughs> the way I've had it is really unswanky. I had it in Iceland on a pizza. Wow! <laughs> Which feels like it undoes the sort of swankiness of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it was nice, but it's just... I'm, I don't know how much I like it. It's like... It tastes sort of like a prawn, but it's quite sweet, isn't it? Which I always find I so, yeah. a bit strange. Um, but yeah, yeah that, sweet that fish. Was what are sweet they doing? Fish. What are they thinking? Yeah, exactly. Choose a choose a category. Mm. My um, sandwich has fallen apart. Have I given oh, you enough I've, time I've to eat yours? Okay, yeah, I've, well, I ate half of it before because I was worried about how crunchy the sourdough was going to be. Fair um, enough. That's, oh, that's kind. What kind and also, of I didn't want to be guess? too hungry. You know, if yeah, you're like, I know. Well, I've made the mistake today of just needing to wallop this. Mm. Um, What's the swankiest are, thing you've ever eaten? Oh, God. Um, what is the swankiest thing I've ever eaten? Um, I'm trying to think. I, it's hard I mean, for you because you were drinking champagne every day for your <laughs> teenagers. Yeah, that's true, actually. It probably is, like, drink-wise, mm. it will be, like, I am... Um, when I, I think at some point at uni or maybe when I finished uni, my dad got me, I think it was just as he was getting made redundant, in fairness, <laughs> but like, so he was stocking up, but he got me a, a bottle of um, Dom Perignon from the year that I was born, like oh 1983. Where I fucked up was that I kept it for many years, waiting yeah. for an occasion special enough. And in the end... Um, I realised that's no way to live and I should mm. just drink it. And did, so I got hiccups. And um, by you the just time drunk I, it now? <laughs> just, just with your fish finger it, sandwich? Just finished it now with my fish finger sandwich. Yeah. I did do something like that recently. In lockdown one, just mm. after when you allowed people in your garden, yeah. I recorded in my garden with lovely Rich Wilson who bought me a bottle of um, Chateau Neuf du Pape, which is fucking delicious. Lush, right? I had some of that in lockdown one as well. Yeah, well, and, I, and then there was a night where I was like, Basically, I opened it on my own, and I yeah. and I sent Rich a picture saying thank you so much. I hadn't quite realised how nice this was. It right. was the nicest wine I'd drunk in years and years and years. It just tasted like 
magic like it's yeah. so, smooth so smooth and effortless and like just delicious there's no there was no edges or I don't I'm so shit at describing it was so so delicious but also it made you want to take your time over it like it it was oh it was amazing so sending him all this ravings and he was like it's so good who are you sharing it with and I was like what (laughs) (laughs) and that's when I was like oh okay I am a seriously decadent cunt if I've opened a really amazing bottle of vintage Chateau Neuf du Pat but I kind of think you've got one life live it at the moment I don't know when the next time I'll see someone is did you then force your 10 year old son to have some <laughs> make my then 4 year old son try <laughs> mummy's Ribena <laughs> make it's... mummy look less depressed <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's good wine yeah that's good wine but the swankiest thing I've ever eaten I just don't know I, I oh god I'm gonna have I just need to th- probably think about it because swanky actually is a really tricky question isn't it it's quite a hard one yeah um, I've been to like a few really snazzy restaurants, but the the things I remember were the like they were the tastiest or they were the most adventurous but didn't work. Do you know what I mean? Those yeah. courses that like make you go, um, yeah, nice try, sticking mm. those herbs in that chocolate thing or whatever. Or they were the ones that made you go, oh, it made my whole mouth shake or mm. you know. But they weren't necessarily the swankiest thing. Um, mm. So I will have to muse on that and maybe it will come to me at at some point during the rest of our hoovering. Great. Um, What do you think about... Oh, I've not asked this for ages. Do you have any thoughts about where eating might or will or should go um, in the future? Perhaps in terms of the environment or technology or anything, really? I feel like... Well, we're definitely going towards everyone should become vegetarian, aren't we? Like yeah. David Attenborough's new programme was very much like, we should all be vegetarian, and it's mad that we're not. And Is he one? Yeah, he is. Oh, is he? I yeah. thought he was low meat. No, I think he, well, he says he's vegetarian. Who knows Fair what enough. he gets up to at he home. He can do what he fucking likes yeah. now. Can't Probably he? got a he house is. full of plastic and steaks. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic straws. That'll be his downfall, won't it, once he's died? Yeah, when he gets... First there was Jimmy Savile, and then there was David Attenborough with his house built of plastic and steaks. Um, and I think before then, I mean, insects are already becoming a thing that you see in mm. supermarkets now, aren't they? As like a meat substitute. Fucking hell, have you tried one that? though? No, I don't it's, want to. I have tried it for the podcast. It's disgusting. Yeah. It might work if it's ground up into a dust that you can't taste. Yeah, like a sort just of protein adds the protein. Shake. Yeah, like yeah. a whey, basically, yeah. made out of insects. I don't think I can get over the mental barrier of the fact that it looks like an insect. And right. it is, is an insect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, vegetarianism, I guess. And then um, in terms of technology i feel like we've gone back to basics almost we've had our Mm. like heston blumenthal like crazy science food like ice cream that tastes of bacon and eggs but i feel like now people are getting back into like homegrown produce and like baking your own bread and i don't know if that's a result of lockdown or yeah just like fashion everything goes in cycles and you you go to like the most extreme and exciting and then you go back to 
It feels like a bit of both as well, though, doesn't it? Because there mm. was like this wave of like gadgetry in because mm. I think things start with chefs trends and even like you know what foods are trendy right through to mm-hmm. types of cooking yeah they start with celebrity chefs or influential yeah. chefs and then they trickle down mm-hmm. and there was definitely a time where everything had to be like have a puff of come out of a canister that all had smoke in it or had to have yeah. been sous vide or had mm-hmm. to have been and now like it feels like even on those shows the judges are like don't faff too much yeah like they're like they're they're pulling the trend like you say like back to more kind of basic just good cook it like yeah simple and food served on like a chopping board yeah rather than like big white plates with lots of drizzle yeah or splashes everywhere yeah yeah oh it's funny isn't it i think there's a really funny i don't know if it's instagram or twitter account called something like why isn't it just on a fucking plate Oh, yeah. all the alternative things that food's yeah. been served to people on and like cocktails in jam jars and stuff <sighs> do you like cocktails yeah i like cocktails but obviously i have to be careful because 60 oh, yeah. percent of cocktails have orange in so they're like oranges to cocktails are like the bananas to smoothies aren't they yeah exactly you can, it's so very I, hard to find one without I'm very good at doing a <clears throat> sort of preliminary scan of a cocktail menu and just my eyes will pick out Cointreau, triple sec, orange, mm. and then bam, they're out. Wow. <laughs> I think there's another liqueur, isn't there, with, apart from Cointreau, triple sec? Is there a um, third orange one? Can't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm into like... Marnier? Is it that? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Can't believe um, I knew that. That's sad. No. It's, well, I mean, you should. Your dad worked in... That's it, yeah. You can blame it on him. Yeah. Thanks, Keith. Um, but Keith yeah, I like the Keith. sort of limey, um, sweet things. Mojitos yeah. and caipirinhas and stuff like that. Caipirinhas are amazing, mm. aren't they? Or a Bellini is my go-to classic. I had... Um, oh, is it? Mm. I had... Um, I, but then I don't think you could... I think you'd hate it. The other thing <laughs> that's sometimes in a cocktail is a bit of egg white, isn't it? Yeah, I got obsessed with amaretto sours in the summer. Mm, no, fuck not for me. that you've gone for. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, quite no, emphatic. that's not quite to my taste. <laughs> <laughs> Very ladylike, Gannon. Thank you. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, fuck that shit. They, um, they always look nicer, though. White shit. <laughs> the ones with egg whites they do always look, look pretty, quite yeah, creamy, they're very buoyant. Mm. What with having strong feelings about food and drink things, have you ever had like a fight about food or eating? A fight about food or eating? Uh, yeah, I have actually. Great. <laughs> had an awful fight with my brother once when we were far too old to be having a fight like this. <laughs> I, I, I want to. So there's 18 months between us, and I think it was probably a time when we were both back home from university. Right. So I was maybe 21 and he was 22 or something. Mm-hmm. And we had a really horrible. So he'd cooked breakfast, I think. He'd made himself a full English breakfast, and I had a bacon sandwich. One of us had cooked it, one of us was washing up. It was a classic, right. like, sibling decision about one of us had to do one thing, one of us had to do the other. Sure. We had a big row, and then it was, like, flicking water at me from the washing up. And I, oh. I, I like, saw red. What was we were, the argument about? I, I wish I could remember. I mean, it, it didn't warrant what happened, but I then got his 
plate with his full English breakfast on it. Oh yeah, so he, cr- sorry, before this happened, he crumpled up my bacon sandwich. He went like that, crumpled it all up with his washing up hands. What and the I, fuck? I got his whole plate. He got plate. his washing up hands and he scrunt- He put his hand over the sandwich and squeezed yeah. and squeezed. But I'm now, I might be misremembering which happened first because I got his but plate. But he'd made you that, fully- why would he do that? He'd made that for you. Yeah, I fully turned over his breakfast onto the table. Like full English breakfast, just slam. And Sad. then I had that moment of being like, that was too far. And I just ran out of the kitchen. <laughs> and uh, I remember my mum being upstairs and she was just like, what is going on? You two are too old to be... Too-. And it was just like, have you got a brother? Well, a half-brother who's nine, half- 20. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about, I think, how close we were in age and just like... I can't remember which happened first, but there was definitely a scrumpling up of a bacon sandwich and a flipping over of a full English breakfast. And um, it was so satisfying. But also, I knew that it was so bad. I can picture it being so satisfying. I yeah. think you're actually... If someone, had, if someone had come up to my bacon sandwich with a suddy hand mm. and squeezed it, was it inedible? Well, I now am not sure whether I flipped his breakfast first and then yeah. he scrumpled up my sandwich or whether it was the other way around. Because I was going to say, that is like... I, I think, think that's the I worst thing that first. anyone did to anyone. In that... Like, <laughs> because there's potentially items on that full English that would be fine if the table wasn't filthy. That's true. Like, the sausages are salvageable there. I really like that you're, you're taking my side on this, but... I'm yeah. If some, like, to me, genuinely, I think a, like a perfect tip over of a plate full of food, oh, so if it's good. mainly hard food, yeah. it's nice, but it's also restraint. If I, when I'm really angry, that would take enormous restraint for me, whereas wet, a wet, suddy hand squeeze of someone's yeah, food is it like... Up is that horrible. is like... Ooh, that's someone who's not contained anything. <laughs> yeah. That's basically a... That's not... You've done a slap to the face and he's done a hard, like, punch in the face of the yeah. food. That's Unless it happened, happened the other way around. But I wish I could remember what the argument... It was obviously something really petty. Yeah. But... Yeah, great It's times. amazing, I think, how siblings... And I know I haven't got any, like, close in age. Mm. Um... But just, you know, it does seem that siblings and parents, actually, just have ways of, like, uh, just flipping you, like... Yeah, like just, triggering just your anger more than anyone Triggering else. your anger, but also, like, just taking 10 years off your maturity, basically. <laughs> yeah. Minimum. Or just halving it. Once you're an adult, just halving it. They might be people yeah. I know who are, like, sorted, brilliant, really bright empathetic tolerant compassionate people who when they're around their mum or their sister or their brother Mm. are like 13 year old twat again yeah (laughs) you do just regress (laughs) I think there's something about being in our family home as well like going back to where we were children and just behaving like children yeah that's my favourite answer anyone's ever given to the have you ever had a fight about eating (laughs) I was just thinking well I love eating I I love violence it had everything that story (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Say scrum diddly umptious. No! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. I talk a lot about intuitive eating and stuff like that. Like, just mm. easy, like trying to follow your hunger, like eat when you're hungry and not when you're not and not give a yeah. fuck. But the amount of people, like, there's a big movement that's not a big movement. There's a lot of people using the banner of intuitive eating to flog yet another bullshit diet. Right. By basically 
um, you know, you can pay hundreds, probably thousands to do these courses where you learn to eat intuitively. Mm -hmm. And they basically tell you that if you're really listening to your body, what you really want is salad and raw greens. You're like, "Mm." no, I spoke to someone the other day who said, um, I I said, oh, do you have time for lunch? She was like, who has time for lunch? I really love, um, I just love fasting. Like it makes (gasps) my body feel really good. I was like, no, again, no one loves fasting, do they? No. Uh, yeah, and I don't you, get that's, how not, someone, that's like, not someone who's got a great relationship no. with eating no. if they love the opportunity under the banner of health to not do it. Yeah, like, how can you love bullshit. the absence of something as well? Yeah. Well, I, I understand that there is, I think there is, and again, I'll get some shit for it probably from people saying you can love it. I imagine there is do- there are dopamine hits and there mm. are like endorphin fluctuations through doing it. There's definitely, um, you I mean, it's d- and there's definitely like people you. who love control and stuff like that. Right. And um, I understand that. But, and also I think um, it's very, very common, but I would argue very unhealthy to um, enjoy like the feeling of um, getting to a point of extreme hunger and then beyond it, like break, a breaking of a pain barrier kind right. of thing but that is I mean even if you listen to it described incredibly <laughs> disordered eating yeah <laughs> like, I'm not like... saying everybody who fasts has an eating disorder but it's not a, yeah. it's not an orderly way it's not a healthy relationship to have mm. of eating because anything that you do like that it, it, whatever reason you might be doing it for some people genuinely are like I just want to elongate my life I heard that it shuts down a mm-hmm. whatever thing and blah 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 but whatever you're reason for doing it, it it fundamentally has to disconnect you even further from your being able to be aware of when you're hungry and when you're full and how your body feels after eating all the different things you might eat which to me is like actually sort of a vital part of our humanity that most people especially most women have mm-hmm. have had fucked up the wall by diet culture definitely I, I thought I'd nearly gone a whole episode without getting on my high horse oh about sorry that. I didn't, sorry. I've never never been on a diet ever have I you just don't, no I don't think it's I so could it's so joyful to hear that's so <laughs> joyful to hear but I just I think probably because my mum is quite healthy and yeah. has always like tried to make sure we have a healthy relationship with food yeah I, I've just also just don't can't be bothered there's nothing good for you oh so so good for you it's so lovely to hear but I think the other thing that can happen sometimes when people have a parent who's like ultra healthy Mm. as in like um, nutritionally everything's got to Mm. be very healthy is you can feel a bit pressured to that and like feel I don't know like it's uh, have guilt or shame around eating nutritionally shit things yeah but it sounds like not for you at all I think I'm all right yeah I mean I love chocolate and my mum does still sometimes hide chocolate from me uh, but I always find it she used to yeah. hide it in the cereal because she was like she's not going to look in there but I remember finding some chocolate in the brown flakes box and was like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> that's the closest I've been to a diet probably <laughs> having to hunt for the chocolate in the yeah. brown flakes box yeah. amazing um, if there was nothing else on the planet mm. there were no other options would you eat a person are they alive or dead? Um, I mean, I've left the I've left the question <laughs> open on purpose. Okay, I I wouldn't rule it out, but I would probably it wouldn't be day one. No, where right. I would eat them, I'd probably wait until I was maybe delirious with hunger. Right. Although having said that, I can't, I can't think I'd let myself get to that stage either. Yeah. Also, <laughs> what if they've gone they off? Look. What if there was jeopardy because they're going to go off? That's true. Maybe if I could sort of light a fire and sort of nicely char grill them. 
then I might. <laughs> I think a lot of people's answers have essentially boiled down to how nicely would they be cooked? Yeah, if I could smoke them and add a lot of... Basically, salt makes everything nice, doesn't it? Yeah, salt makes everything nice and... Salt and butter. Maybe miso, yeah. If Ottolenghi Ottolenghi had cooked your nemesis... If I had access to sort of all the herbs and spices in in flavour. Yeah. I don't know. I really want that book for Christmas. It's very good. Yeah, I got it the other day. It's... um, I made so I think I might have mentioned to you actually I made yeah. some of the miso onions oh. which you only need butter yeah I think it's unsalted butter miso paste and water and you just like mm. bake the shit out of them for about an hour and a half <gasps> and they go really like sort of caramelized and creamy and thick and oh. so good oh yes oh god he's a genius he's a genius my first ottolenghi recipe I ever had well this episode's an ottolenghi advert who cares (laughs) Um, it was years ago and it must have been from his first book but we always called it Boxing Day Salad because we had it on Boxing Day but it was like my friend Sam had made it Mm -hmm. and um it was raw celeriac, but you had to slice it to tiny, tiny matchsticks. Yeah. And then you did the same with some really tart apples. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember what else was in there, but something that made, like, really... Some sort of seed that merely made everything, like, crunch and crackle mm. and pop. But it was, like... And then loads of herbs and oils, and it was so, like, singy and exciting. Mm. It's one of the most exciting salads I've ever had. And on Boxing Day... Yeah, actually, when actually, that is probably the only literally time. Literally, the only day, like, isn't it? The year when your body's going to go, I'll, I'll have a salad, actually. Yeah. yeah. Go on then. Choice number one. Yeah, that sounds nice and fresh, actually. Yeah. Crisp. Mm. 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 Oh, What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Um, the weirdest thing I've ever eaten, and I had like a panic attack guilt complex whilst I was eating it because I felt so guilty with my boyfriend at the time we went to Iceland and someone had told me that you have to eat whale when you're in Iceland right and he ordered something else and I ordered whale and as soon as it arrived he was like telling me about how (laughs) oh no how whales like sing to each other and have really like emotional they're just like hugely highly intelligent animals that you should just never even and I've I've there's a photo of me just like having an absolute breakdown but then the fact that I'd ordered it I was like do I now eat it because otherwise it's just wasted or do I so I had like probably a third of it and just felt sick the whole time and so guilty Um, was it nice it was fine it was sort of like steak but with with a lot of extra guilt yeah (laughs) Uh, that's probably the weirdest thing I've had yeah, fair play. Have you got any, like, go-to hangover things to eat or drink? To drink, yes. Um, apple juice with fizzy water. Mmm! Mm, so good. <laughs> Such I've never good. heard of it! Really? What? Half a glass of apple juice, half a glass of fizzy water, and it's, like, the most refreshing, delicious hangover drink ever. Right, I've got both those things in, and I'm going to consume them on a future podcast. Yeah, great. And, um... Food-wise, just love a bacon sandwich. Just anything, like... It's got to be carbs, really, hasn't it? Like pizza or pasta or... Yeah. Mm, Yeah, probably something like that. Oh, God, I love it. Or just a salad. (laughs) Yeah, always an option. Just a salad, I often feel like... As soon as I wake up with a hangover, I think, quick, 
Simon. Yum in my tongue. Lockdown has finished, but it hasn't worked. In a last-ditch attempt to make people still keep staying at home, a new law comes in saying you can only travel from one place to another if a dog lets you ride it there and back. It's awful, mainly for the dogs. They've agreed to get rid of the shit-brained, rubbish, dog-murdering, human-life-ruining law, but only if you, and really it does have to be you, Ellie, agree to pull all the radiators off all the walls in 148 houses in less than a day. It sounds impossible, but you do it! You're a hero! Your reward is the adulation of all people for all time, forever and ever and ever, from saving us from the, the terrible dog, dog riding laws. Um, but your reward in the moment, and bearing in mind you're as happy as it's possible to be and you're as mm. hungry as it's possible to be, is the feast of your dreams. Nothing has to be possible, let alone ethical, healthy, oh. any of that shit. I thought you were going to say, do you eat the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything I want. <laughs> My favourite food ever, I think, is crispy aromatic duck pancakes with hoisin sauce, spring onion and cucumber. Oh, yes. And I can just eat... I feel like on paper they're quite rich, like duck is quite a rich food, but Mm. in that context... I could literally a thousand of them. Like you, I can't stop. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Also, do you think it's something to do with like you're forced by the confines of the tiny pancake? Yeah, the, into not like having paper, too much. Isn't it? If it's you try so and put too much of any of the spring onion, the cucumber, or the duck in, the yeah. only thing you can put, even the sauce, you're going to break the pancake. Yeah, you like it forces you into. But then it's oh my god, I completely agree. How do you stop? It's so 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 good. And what why is it a starter? Choice. I never really understand in restaurants why that's a starter. I'm like, I just want that for my main. That's all I want. Yeah. I just yeah. want to keep eating them. They'll keep bringing pancakes. Mm, delicious. Amazing. Um, and yeah, I'd have that for my main meal. Do I get? Mm, maybe you can have what you like. It's your fantasy <laughs> meal. <laughs> I rode the dogs. Um, <laughs> I would have. Oh, for dessert, my mum's friend, when we were little, um, introduced her to a recipe that is like the least healthy thing ever, but so delicious. Uh, It's called Mars Bar Pudding. (gasps) Tell me about it. Okay, so it's half a Mars Bar per person, melted in with double cream and a bit of instant coffee. So it makes like a really thick... It, it becomes like a mousse, but not a mousse, like a fluffy shit mousse, like a thick fondant mousse. You put it in the fridge overnight and it sets and it's just like the most... Oh yeah, then you sprinkle Smarties on it if you're, <gasps> if you're a child or an adult who likes Smarties. For texture. And for texture. Or you can put it in a little ramekin and like pretend it's more of a highbrow dessert than it actually is. Wow. It's so wow. good. And it's like that instant coffee hit with the thick chocolate. Yes. It's the best dessert in the world. I'm never giving my child coffee on purpose, but yes, please, to trying that yeah, when he's in it's adulthood. Delicious. Amazing. Get in. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I don't know why it's because I like proper coffee, but in this, instant coffee is the only thing that works. I don't know why it's so much, it does something with the Mars bars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really want to try it. I love coffee flavoured things. Mm, coffee and chocolate. Oh. What a Would you have anything particular to drink with this? I'd have some uh, pink champagne. <laughs> I love pink champagne. So good. So much more fun than than classic champagne. Whereas pink gin, kiss my dick. Yeah, Too pink sweet. gin. No, thanks. Oh, and then... Maybe um, some tap it, water on the side. 
Why not? You've got to stay Never. hydrated. It goes without saying. Yeah. Um, although, thank you for saying. Not <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> forget. <laughs> and um, and um, and is there a who, with, and where? Who, with, and where? I would say now, having described um, the horrific argument I had with my brother, I actually haven't been able to see him for a year and a half now because he lives in Australia and he was supposed oh. to come back because of the pandemic. He's working as a doctor in A and E there, oh, so God. I would have it with my brother and not turn over his meal. <laughs> <laughs> what? He needs to not squeeze yours. <laughs> yeah. Unless he ruffles up my duck pancakes, in which case I'm bottling him with the pink champagne bottle. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolutely perfect answer. Thank you very much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. <sighs> what a great guest. I can't wait to try apple juice and fizzy water. Follow Annie. She's on Twitter as Annie McTweet. And on Instagram, she has two accounts. Her own personal one is McGrath, which is M-C-G-R-A-T-H dot Annie, A-N-N-I-E. And she uh, is an artist and has a, a separate account on Instagram for her art. It's at M-C-G-R-A-T-H dot Art. She has a website with all of her art in it and she has an amazing podcast which I'm soon doing called The Secret Artists Podcast. Want to try a box? You can get a tenner off your first box using a link in the podcast notes or in the bio on the Hoovering's Twitter account, the at the Hoovering Pod, and it makes only a few quid, so go for it. Um, feel free to support the podcast with lovely reviews, recommendations, uh, subscribe, or you can give us money on either ACAT supporter or on Patreon. As ever, uh, everything we mentioned in the podcast and everything I'm talking about now, there are links to in the podcast notes. My show Hench is all tour rescheduled into the spring check that out on my website jessicafosterq.com which is also where you'll go if you want to send me anything longer than a tweet and make sure you're following the podcast on twitter and instagram i'm on there too at jessicafosterq huge thanks to acast for hosting the podcast hoovering is produced by emma caution and the music is by mike greenway until next week happy hoovering Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.